Nutrition Heretic Facebook Live Q&A Okay, so I think we should be live. And we are. All right. So you can introduce me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so folks, in case you don't know who this pretty woman here is, it's Adrian, the nutrition heretic. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Nicola. And how are you today? Well, feeling much better now because as we were talking uh, just about five minutes ago, I think I had the garlic poisoning. And that's very yeah. cool. Yeah. So yeah, kids. Very cool. Kids, no. if you, if you want to get high and you're on a budget, go with garlic. <laughs> Just leave it overnight and then you're good to go. Yeah, you know, um, it's, it's, it's ironic, isn't it? Because especially here in the U.S., all we hear about is the praises of garlic to the point that, like, I can't walk down the street sometimes because everybody just reeks of garlic. Like, you smell <laughs> it coming through their pores. And, like, no, seriously, it's gotten to a point. Like, garlic is like sugar and smoking together. Yeah. Because... People who do it don't realize it. It can cloud your taste buds, for one. Um, you know, like people who eat garlic really don't realize what food tastes like because they, they, it's just it's so strong. Uh, and there's rumors that it's you know slightly poisonous as uh, well. I, I think that's uh, that applies to the garlic that, can, that comes out of China. You know. Don't blame China, <laughs> okay? Because here in the U.S., we grow more crap than anybody. Yeah. So you know, I mean, I, I know what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like you know, don't we can't act like our shit don't stink, you know? Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the U.S., we've we've committed clear atrocities uh, when it comes to food, and so you know, we really don't have any right to point fingers at, at China. That To me, that's just a smokescreen for all the stuff that's going on here. Uh, because we're, we're doing some really dreadful things to the food supply here. Amen to so, that. Yeah. And, and we're, uh, you know, although China does supply a lot of the world, we are, a lot of that stuff starts here and then we export it places. And then we import it back in, and then we complain that somebody else is doing something to us. So whatever. Um, okay, that seems like a nice scenario. You you uh, grow the garlic in the USA, then export it to China, and then no, export no, you back grow to the poison. You grow the poison ah. that gets the USA. Export that crap over to China ah. or wherever, and then it, and then import the stuff, and then complain like, oh. Oh, these guys are trying to poison us. See, and then it's it's just. I mean, this is kind of the the story of human history and and wars, right? Where we paint everybody else as the enemy. Yeah. And uh, even though we have every hand in it in in creating those scenarios, and uh, then it you know it gets people rallied behind their their dictator. And, you know, just putting up with the status quo, because thank God we're not, you know, it used to be Russia. Thank yeah. God we're not in Russia. You know, Russia, well, I guess Russia's coming back. They're making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it used to be the USSR. It should be more precise. Yeah. Uh, I heard they're putting on a show. Oh, you yeah? Could, yeah. It's, 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 it's a very bad pun. Something about golden showers. Please don't. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, it, it was a very bad pun. It was a very bad pun. They're putting on a show, you know, like oh, Putin. Putin. Yeah, Putin. On a show. Putin yeah. on a show. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, bad pun and a bad pronunciation. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, so let me see. Um, yeah, the garlic. But actually, I'm gonna, before we get on to today's topic, I, I want to touch on that because I am currently studying to become a master food preserver. Ooh. Uh, which means that I'm going to, in about a week, have a certificate in um, in preserving food, knowing all the, the, the rituals, all the steps you have to take to make sure that food is safe when it's being dehydrated, canned, fermented, uh, frozen, thawed, <laughs> whatever, but, uh, you know, getting all this knowledge. And one of the things that uh, does come up, actually, is garlic, because it's got a uh, very low acid content. Mm -hmm. uh, it is uh, very vulnerable to becoming poisonous. Oh. And uh, as are, um, what's the other one? Um, starches. You know, like here... You guys don't have potato or pasta salad made with with mayonnaise, do you? Uh, mm -hmm. not if we make it our own, but not not as a as a not as a rule. No, not not as a right. product that you can buy. Right, right, but but do you make it at home that way? Because I I know that usually you guys make like German style, which is oil and yeah vinegar and a little but, maybe beef broth or something in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not 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 exactly with mayonnaise. Right, exactly. So here, you know, the big thing is, oh my God, we're having a beach party and somebody's bringing macaroni salad and you got to be careful, got to keep it chilled because of the mayonnaise, the mayonnaise, mayonnaise. And because, you know, it's got eggs and everybody mm. thinks it's the eggs that are causing people to get sick. But what I've learned through this class is it's not the eggs, it's the starch that makes you sick. And one of the things that uh, we learn in class is that uh, actually... You know, when you're canning foods, you never can them with like noodles or potato or something like that in there uh, because it will uh, cause the Clostridium botulinum spores to grow. Well, actually, yeah, it'll cause them to grow and the oil will protect them so that they can grow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, so, yeah. So, you know, it's not always it's not always the meat. That's the problem. And and we know this from like all over the world that uh, that that some of the worst outbreaks happen on starchy foods. For so keep example, that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, another thing to keep in mind, meat is our friend, not the enemy. Yes. Yeah. Actually, food in general is our friend, yeah. not the enemy. But, you know, we just have to, there, there might be certain precautions you have to take with different things at different times and you know, under different conditions, but it doesn't make the food inherently bad. Yeah, unless if you it was called if it was called food a hundred years ago, it's all good. It's just we just have to relearn. And in this country, we don't understand how food works. That's the problem. Is that you know there's several generations that grew up exclusively on on boxed and canned anti foods, and so because of that, they really don't understand how how food works and we're all trying to relearn it but instead of going back to what our ancestors did we're looking forward to what some guy in a lab coat is telling us Ugh, that sounds yummy yeah right uh 
there is something about garlic that I wanted to ask you. So um, I just remembered um, around 10 years ago or so, I was sick. So I got a flu. I got a bad cold. And mm -hmm. my mother did something like it was a medicine. But I'm not sure if she knew what she was doing. Was it something like a f tradition, you know? Folk a medicine. Yeah, folk medicine or... Was it indeed something? Uh, oh my God! What are you drinking? I'm drinking apple juice. <laughs> okay, that I just I just pressed it. <laughs> okay, that. Oh, okay. I don't want to go there. It, it sounds like something completely different. So back to the garlic topic. Um, <laughs> she made um, a sort of syrup. It was uh, garlic and water in a glass, and she added salt in it. And that mixture, I think it's it was overnight. It stay it stayed like that overnight, and then I had to drink that. And the first thing that I could remember is the bah terrible taste. So it was uh, I'm not sure how to describe it, but it was really bad. You know, it, it made you want to puke. Right. And the other thing that I noticed that is that when I drank it. After five or ten minutes, I was really uh, starting to get uh, not sick, but my head, I got a slight fever and the temperature, I think it went up a bit. And overall, I was feeling, you know, woozy, like drugged. Right. Which it, will happen if you get a very high fever. Yeah, but <laughs> it wasn't that high. Right. It, it's just that... At some point, I, I almost believed it turned hallucinogenic. It, I, mm -hmm. I was I wasn't having um, I wasn't having hallucinations, but it was an effect similar to what alcohol does to you. Mm. Okay. So, so your question is: Okay, did she did poison she, me or not? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's my, my question. My question to you is: Did you? not take out the garbage that day or, <laughs> i don't know uh, i think she was just trying to be a good mother but you know we can fail yeah, um yeah i i don't know what that is it sounds like it could be some kind of folk remedy yeah. and there is something to be said for occasionally having to feel worse before you feel better uh how long did it take you after that hallucinogenic experience to feel better <laughs> Well, around half an hour, something like it. it didn't last long, and I didn't drink it for too much time because clearly it was very bad tasting, and uh, I didn't like it. It, it was repulsing. Yeah, uh, didn't, didn't try that much of it, but when I did, it was like, "Whoa, discount drugs." <laughs> And the rest is history. Yeah, and the awesome. rest is history. I gotta try. I gotta start bottling this shit and <laughs> peddling in on the streets. Yeah, that's your your when you're off duty. You can yeah, do that. Okay, my big permission. Yeah, my big money plan. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I have no idea what she was doing. I, one thing I do know is that you know garlic is a hot spice, mm. and um. 
sort of like like cures like. So like if you had if you were already running a bit of a fever, you know, you're basically when you run a fever, it's your body trying to kill off microbes. Yeah. It's, you know, the, whatever's the invader, I should say. So um, there is again, there is something to be said for feeling a little bit worse before you feel better. Like fight fire with fire. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So, so you know, it's like it's like pushing the fever to the brink so that you can, so that you can sweat it out. Okay. So l let's just think of that in this way. Uh, okay. <laughs> so if I have a fever, will I feel better if I jump into a fire? Literally. Um. No, but you might. It might help you sweat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and and then it breaks the fever. Okay, so I want I want I won't feel any fever you don't or jump in it. I mean, you'll yeah. burn obviously, but you get close, get stay warm. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking about going into the flame, you know, because I yeah, I think I that's a really sane thing to do. I think I saw that on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it was on there. Maybe I got the idea from there because when you see it on TV, it makes perfect sense, right? Yeah, they yeah, wouldn't put exactly. something on TV that wasn't right, that, or or true. Yeah, or yeah, possible. yeah. Okay, um, so let's jump on to to breakfast foods. What do you eat for breakfast? In well, you, you know, in Europe, you guys have have gotten less nutritive overall. Uh, I think from you know, if you talk to your grandparents, they probably have a very different breakfast plan. But what do you eat for breakfast? Big breakfast, small breakfast. Well, depending on what I have in the fridge available, but mostly it's either eggs in the morning or I have um, lard on, uh, yeah, lard on uh, bread. And then occasionally I put some garlic on it or um, paprika. Now, when you put the lard, do you just spread it like butter or yeah. do you fry it in there? No, no, no. I just spread it. Like raw, raw lard and black bread and I don't know, sometimes it's mm, dry meat. Right, like a, like a salami or something? Yeah, but not the yeah. store-bought variety. It's right, more right. like, you know, the dried goods. And sometimes it's a can of fish or something like that. I mix it up, you know. But right. I, I never have cereals or something like that. I usually stick to something that will get me up because I really need to have a good breakfast. Otherwise, I just break down very easily and become nervous and, you know, gotta, gotta fill it up. Right, right. So what's, what is right now, what would you say is the typical breakfast where you live? Is, mm. it, is it as hearty as yours or is it more just some bread with, with, jam and a coffee yeah i think that sums it about you know mm -hmm. i think that bread with some spread on it like i was gonna say like a what like a kaimak or, or not kaimak um was a cottage cheese or something like that or mm, well it, it should be you know like kaimak yes and the cottage cheese but mostly it's you know as we all fell off the the value wagon it's mostly cereals and it's mostly you know some something that clearly isn't meant to be breakfast right right yeah because when i was there 
Yeah, I think it was mostly just toast with butter or margarine from Germany. Yeah. Uh, and maybe some homemade preserves. Yes. Yeah. Was a typical breakfast. Um, I'm trying to think if we ever really had eggs or anything like that. I don't think, I want to say no, maybe on occasion, but not. it definitely wasn't the, the rule. Mm. Um, and then maybe we'd have a cup of tea with that, with some vitamin C crystals yeah. tossed in. Yeah, it really depends on... Uh, not only part of the country you are in, but also on what the tradition in your family is. I come from the countryside, right. so we used to have all kinds of goodness there, you know, because we had livestock and we had chickens and everything else. So it kind of stuck with me, you know, all throughout this, uh, all throughout these years. Right. Well, that's cool. That's that's really cool, actually. You're you're really fortunate to have had that. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, a lot of us don't get it. Uh, geez, with me, I'm trying to think what I eat for breakfast. It really varies, but, uh, I'm, I'm really recognizing the value of having, you know, a good amount of fat in the mm, morning. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, more so than protein. And it really makes sense when you look at some of the traditional breakfasts, particularly from places like England or Germany, where you might have, you know, a couple eggs and some sausage uh, in the morning or bacon, uh, which, you know, was the typical American breakfast. And I guess in certain circles, that's coming back, right? This mm. is like paleo kind of thinking and and things. And people are, are doing more of that. Uh, you know, I, I like to have something like, um, uh, oh, somebody just joined in with us, Judy. Hi, Judy. Hi. I like that. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, with, let me see, with my breakfast, I would generally have, yeah, you know, eggs. Um, actually, I have a lot of soup in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, have some kind of... Uh, usually broth. And actually, this has been really good for me, I've been noticing, um, because I do have a history of digestive troubles, and I've been under a lot of stress. So what I found is if I have um, some broth in the morning, um, even if it's just like leftover gravy from, you know, roast some chicken or something like that from the night before, mm. and I've been poaching an egg in it. And I've been having that uh, for breakfast, sometimes with like a little starch, or something on the side. Uh, we have, well, especially right now, my friend, she's got these gorgeous navel oranges that are so juicy. So, um, sometimes I've been actually juicing those, mm. uh, for, for me and the girls. So, you know, we'll just have like a little, I, when I went to Spain last time, I brought back like every yogurt cup that I, that I ate, that we ate from. <laughs> We've been using those because they're the perfect size. Yeah. Um, and so they're, the, and they serve it, they have them in glass. You know, most other countries will do them in plastic. So these are like really nice little cups and they're perfect six ounce. You know, it's like, especially considering like when I grew up, you would get orange juice in these tiny cups. And then gradually, probably by the time I was 10, you know, people were going up to like a two cup size. And then next thing you know, it's just put the, the half gallon on the table and you know that's what you go through in the morning because yeah everybody's like oh well you know if a little bit is good for me then then more is obviously better yeah so um so yeah we have a little bit of fresh squeezed juice a couple times a week not every day um 
That's also oh, yeah. one of the things that I like to eat. I mean, drink, uh, consummate, right. however you want to... Uh, consume. Consume, yeah. Co consummate is something totally different, my friend. Yeah, pardon my French. <laughs> <laughs> like con oh. consummating marriage, right? Right, uh, there we okay, go. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, oh. folks, I'm from Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, sometimes I do smoothies. Mm. Not a, a heck of a lot, but, uh, you know, just and really just to keep the variety going, uh, you know, we do like yogurt or kefir in the morning. So mm. um, sometimes, uh, you know, we'll make a smoothie based on that. And uh, yesterday, actually, I just interviewed uh, Heather Dane uh, from Hay House, uh, Hay House's podcast. And she also co-wrote a book with Louise Hay on bone broth. And her book is awesome. Uh, we're going to pop a link in later. Uh, for you because um, they have recipes for smoothies made with bone broth and desserts and all kinds of cool stuff that I just never really thought of going there. Yeah, I I went to her uh, site to check it out and I was really amazed at how many, not only recipes, but uh, information there is, not only about bone broth, but uh, the other stuff as well. It's very informational. You mean the um, like the law of attraction, affirmations, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was uh, it. Was really it was really a fun conversation, and and I uh, had to miss it out. Yeah, thanks yeah, for Robert in. No, it was my fault. <laughs> I've just been scrambling with this crazy class I've been taking. So yeah, you know, I say for breakfast, don't you know, you follow follow what your body needs. I yeah. personally find, and I think most people will find that if they eat. Um, particularly a lot of fat, even if they don't do, like you say, the, 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 the meats, uh, in the morning, uh, which, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, I can't even touch that. But you know, it's, I think it's kind of natural. And you think about even as an infant, when a mother is breastfeeding, if, if, well, you, I'm sure has never, have never had to pump your, your breasts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but um you know when when a woman pumps her milk in the morning like you know if she works and she pumps her milk she's like oh my god it's really fatty in the morning mm -hmm. and i think there's something to that you know i think we're we're hardwired to consume a lot of fat in the morning so um you know if if you can get that from whether it's whole fat yogurt or kefir coconut oil lard butter eggs uh well eggs aren't really fatty but hopefully you cook them in fat um, oh, sure I do. And, uh, you know, bacon, those types of things. There's a reason. Now, it's not just, it's not arbitrary. And when we really look at it, people were much healthier. Uh, just thinking back to the episode with Julia Ross, uh, people were much healthier and much happier when mm. they ate those kinds of breakfasts. So don't shy away. And if you want something like you say, pancakes or cereal, uh, you know, <laughs> when they used to run uh, commercials for cereal, uh, here in the States, they used to say that the cereal was part of a balanced breakfast. You know, it wasn't the breakfast. So if I remember correctly, they would show kind of like everything that you would have there. Maybe it was a glass of milk or, you know, your eggs and bacon. And then your cereal was just kind of like a topper. It wasn't meant to be the entire meal. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if you want, uh, you know, your 
excuse me, if you want your, say, oatmeal, which my kids sometimes have for breakfast, I guess I have it too. And I might throw some apples in there, cinnamon, maybe a little maple syrup or honey. Um, yeah, just kind of keep it simple or, or blueberries. Sometimes I make blueberry syrup on the weekends and the kids will have that over pancakes. But we always try to have our eggs and you know, if possible, some kind of sausage or bacon, and then use the pancakes or the oatmeal to take the place of what would have been toast. So, you know, instead of eating a huge stack of pancakes, we might have two, you know, little discs. Um, and same thing with oatmeal. Instead of having a huge bowl of oatmeal, just a couple tablespoons will top you off at the end of the meal. Mm -hmm. Moderation is so everything. Well, you know, it's not even so much moderation. You know, I mean, like everybody likes to say that, but who the fuck follows that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seriously. Everybody loves it. I just love it when my vegan friends tell me that too. I'm like, really? Because <laughs> you decided not to eat entire food groups, okay? Yeah. Um, you know what? Yeah, you know, I just I just remembered something. Sorry for bothering you. You had homework. You had homework. No, no, no. I remembered, oh, um, yeah. I re I remembered a typical breakfast around uh last summer all right so it would usually be like this i would have three or four eggs mm -hmm. um of course uh baked in lard right and i would had uh peanut butter mm -hmm. uh, on the side and it was not the store-bought it was 100 pure you know just the peanuts nothing okay. else in it so you so you had a place that grinds it for you or you got uh, peanuts and grind them or what uh i bought it off a site so they were stating it was like organic i'm not 100 sure that's not bullshit but they said it was you know organic and uh, nothing was added in right and then i also with that had the cherry tomatoes Mm -hmm. and there was uh, a big slice of it's not cottage cheese it's cheese that you make from whey okay yeah like a like a oh uh, ricotta yeah something like that in the veins of ricotta yeah and that would typically be my breakfast and sometimes i would mix in uh tuna with the eggs you know make like an omelet with tuna right, right and that would be my typical breakfast you know high in protein and fats and some and some um some tomatoes matter yeah, yeah yeah because i really like tomatoes it's oh, right I can get enough yeah actually you're reminding me when you said that uh, i remembered um last time i was was it the last time? No, it was this, the time before. Anyway, I was in Spain and um, my I was visiting with a friend and she was basically, we were just kind of talking over, you know, what we eat and she was having some digestive problems. But um, no, actually, she, she had had digestive problems, which I think she had, you know, she had uh, more or less fixed at that time. But she was saying that, um, you know, uh, her one of her favorite breakfasts was basically just having some, um, why am I drawing a blank? Oh, ham, jamón, mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, with slices of tomatoes for breakfast. I was like, mm. that sounds so good. <laughs> just yeah. that, that nice little, like, you know, bright and salty and a little bit of fat in there in the morning. Sounds good. Mm, yeah. I also use um, dried ham from time to time. 
like uh, mm. the the prosciutto variety. Right, right. That's uh. that's what the Spanish jamón is similar, except the the main difference is that in Spain they rub it with paprika, mm. and in Italy, as my, as far as I understand, it's basically salt and, and pepper. Maybe pepper. Yeah, yeah, salt it's and just, pepper. It's just like black black pepper. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they, it's just it's but it's otherwise it's pretty much the same process. And I just found out about a month ago that I can get jamón serrano and uh, prosciutto here in mm. town. Well, not in in the center of town, but down like 20 minutes down down by the shore. Uh, one of the ritzy uh, supermarkets Ooh. is now carrying it. So I'm all excited. I went in there and I buddied up to the to the guy working behind the counter. He's like giving me stuff at a good discount. So I'm happy. Cool. So I I don't like to be a party pooper, but we're uh, short on time a bit. You know, we're uh, we're nearing that uh, thirty minute mark. Yes, um, uh, actually, I wanted to find out, Judy, if you're still with us. Do you have any any questions? Anything that you want to know about breakfast? What do you eat for breakfast? Do you want to share? Just g give Judy a moment to answer. Yeah. Um, but um, while she's doing that, what about your homework? Come on now. Remember I gave you uh, homework last week? Did you do it? Wait, can you can you remember me what it was? I Maybe I done it, but I don't remember. Oh cool, she raises her own eggs. Yay, oh. I like to hear that. You know, Judy, if you if you raise your your own chickens, maybe one day you can come in here and tell me why my hen stopped laying eggs. <laughs> She's and actually, I'm about to go trap some wild chickens. Uh, I, I was driving home this morning and I saw a hen sitting on like seven babies. And uh, I want to lure her into my coop because she's not far. And she clearly loves the grain from the brew house, which is the same stuff that that um, that I am feeding my birds. Uh, how old are they? My birds, but the hen is probably about a year and a half now. And she was doing really well until we slaughtered two of the cocks. We had to take out two of those guys. Cause, did I tell you about this? Uh, the, the Trump and Pence? Did I tell you about those guys? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, so we had these two roosters. We had four roosters. And there were two that we definitely wanted to get rid of. Because one was a white Nazi. And the other <laughs> one had orange feathers. And he was like, he was just he was just dumb <laughs> so so he didn't even know when my husband was coming to grab him like all the other chickens ran away and he was like huh what happened and so um so yeah we 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 took them out we, we took them out and it just made it easier to name them trump and pence and uh <laughs> and, it, and it was easier to 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 do the slaughter but they were good they were tasty i made one of my 50 recipes Mm. with that they were skinny but uh yeah so how old are they again the the mom was um a year and a, is a year and a half and the uh the babies are about six months now so um you know they're they're the babies haven't started but the the mom she was doing really well she was giving us like five to six a week for a couple of probably a month and then we slaughter those two and i think we got two eggs after that and nothing and hmm. she's actually been less ornery she was always like kind of ah, 
around like kicking everybody and you know pecking at the the roosters she was she was actually kind of a nazi <laughs> so i guess that's why her her, her baby was <laughs> But um, anyway, yeah, we're we're oh, we're over or around. Yeah, I think I did stress her out, so I got to figure a way not to to like de-stress her. Maybe right. I should let her run around for a day. Get her a massage or something. Sweet. Yeah, get her a massage. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. But we're gonna sign off for now. Um, it doesn't look like anybody has any questions, except I mean, Judy's doing doing the, the the coolest thing, which is getting her own eggs. Because when you get your own eggs from your own chickens, they taste better. Yeah, and she's getting uh, her own questions answered live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, yeah. I don't know what you're waiting for. Yeah, I don't know what you're waiting for either. But you know, we're we're working on this. It's it's my fault. I kind of moved it around and didn't get it uh, advertised as as planned. Uh, so, um, and so she's saying yes because she knows that her eggs are the best. Uh, they, and yeah, even like you know, I know people who grow really raise really nice eggs, but they just don't taste quite as good as mine. Uh, but yeah, we'll be here. And actually, I might be on Oahu. In two weeks, I just realized that this morning, um, I may have the opportunity to go to Oahu and hoping, <laughs> hoping to, <laughs> she's at work, um, <laughs> hoping to, um, to have uh, Hilda on the, sh on the live broadcast. Uh, from Wise Traditions. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that would be nice. I, I told her, I was like, girl, why didn't you tell me you were coming to Hawaii? You could come to my island, which is so much better than Oahu. Uh, but she'll learn. Uh, but yeah, I might. Uh, I found out that my husband's going to be flying in, so I, he can take care of the kids, and maybe I'll go over there for a couple of days. Cool. And, um, and, uh, and, and yeah, we'll, we'll get a show on. But next week, I think we're also – actually, I don't know what day we're going to be on next week. Just keep a, keep an eye out. I'm I'm think, I'm hoping we'll be able to go back to, to. I think next week we can do Thursday. It might. Yeah, we'll we'll work it out. We'll work it out. And then the following week it'll either be if we do the Hilda episode, it'll be either Wednesday or Thursday that week. Sound mm. good? Yeah, that's why it says live Q and A, not Thursday live Q and A. Right. This this you see. Keeping yeah. it flexible. Yeah, keeping it flexible because you know. Girls got things to do. Yeah. Yeah, like master food preserving. And then I'm going to be taking a class in, in butchering. Mm. And and charcuterie and all that jazz. Mm. So that should be, it should be fun. Yeah, sounds well, like... Not, not fun slaughtering things, but, you know. Yeah, it sounds very... more about my food source. Yeah. See you then, Judy. Thank you for being here. Tell all your friends. Um, so, okay, cool. So we'll see you next week and uh, look out for our next topic, which I cannot remember off the top of my head. Uh, but uh, I think good, it will you know? it, it will be something about food and nutrition. Yeah, that that much I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got it covered now. Thanks. Bye, Nick. Bye. All right. Take care.